0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Auto, a podcast where the listeners can hear about, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everybody and welcome to the ninth episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Oklahoma State Cowboy golfer Brian Stark. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me Dylan.
0: Yeah no, of course. Um, so we'll get straight to the questions and stuff. Um, talk about where you grew up.
1: Alrighty. Um, so I was born in Fresno, California, uh, Central Valley and then when I was 13 or so I moved to Kingsburg, California which is where Dylan's from.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, that's where I met him at a became members at Kings river country club uh, yep. where I met Dylan and uh, we moved because my dad became the Reedley college men's golf coach, which again, yeah. Dylan his first two years of college golf. So shout out coach start.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. So uh, kind of talk about how'd you get into golf and stuff? Did you have anybody that influenced you or did you get into it by yourself?
1: Um, So that'd be my dad. Yeah. Um, he didn't, he didn't play in college. He actually played football, um, mm-hmm. but he got into it. He worked for the Miami Dolphins as a scout, and they went to the golf course, and they invited him, and so he got into it there, and then he just, I guess he grew to like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, and, uh, I've seen him out at King's River. He plays a lot of golf. I mean, whenever yeah. I go home and stuff.
1: <laughs> he plays a lot. He's there every day. He told me he got a hole-in-one like a week ago. So. Oh, nice, nice. What hole did he get on? on 12 at kings river
0: oh okay sweet yeah nice. So, nice.
1: uh but yeah uh so anyway, yeah your dad
0: your dad, your dad played.
1: Young, yeah when i was young mm-hmm. he got me into it so i started hitting like plastic clubs when i was like three or so, so.
0: nice plastic yeah. clubs gotta yeah. love it yeah <laughs> nice so um as you progress and stuff i know you were pretty well known and I, we knew each other kind of playing at the same home course and stuff so uh talk about your high school career where'd you play high school at and uh let's hear about it
1: all righty um so I went to um Central Valley Christian High School in Visalia California mm-hmm. which is in the same league as Kingsburg High which we're yep. dealing with school. and uh so I just decided to go there I just thought it was best for me as a, not only as an athlete but as a student so I decided mm-hmm. Um, I thought that would best me and my, um, I guess, just ability to get into colleges and stuff like yeah. that. So I decided to go there, um, played three years of high school golf, decided to skip my junior year because at that time I was going to go to Stanford and uh, I focused on my AP tests. but yeah, you know, things, plans changed. So
0: yeah, yeah um, I mean, it, yeah. Ha- it all happened for a reason and um, we played, I think we played two years together in high school. And uh, it was pretty fun. we kind of, we kind of had the same group and stuff you know with yeah. a couple other guys and uh, I just kind of a side note I'd like to let talk about let's talk about that low round you had out there the course <laughs> record out at Ridge Creek. Let's hear about it.
1: Yeah um, but yeah, like you were saying the, the group was I really missed that my senior year um, yeah that group was a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but my my freshman year what Dylan's alluding to is my freshman year we played at Ridge Creek. Uh, golf club in Dinuba um and uh yeah I think we started on like hole six or something yeah I think shotgun shotgun start or something Mm -hmm. and uh I was playing pretty good I was like six under maybe Mm through like nine ten holes or something I don't remember exactly and then uh kind of like pissed away like a couple shots like didn't make a birdie on a short hole didn't make another birdie on a short hole Mm -hmm. and then um I think we get around the whole one, so we start on six. Yeah, and I think I went eagle, par, birdie, birdie, eagle, or something like that. I finished my yeah. last five six under. Yeah, with par, and
0: I mean um, you shot me, sixty.
1: That got me to <laughs> the twelve under sixty. Twelve under sixty. Back, yeah. but,
0: I remember keeping that score and it's like every putt, it was just like, oh man, that looks good. Oh, right in the hole. I mean, I'm keeping score. I think I shot like 72 and I just got whooped and it was like, oh man. But that was so cool to watch and see firsthand, keep score for you and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, so your high school career and stuff, you had a very successful high school career Um, outside of high school. You played a lot of junior tournaments. I know, kind of talk about what your experiences were like and what kind of tournaments you were playing in.
1: Uh, So, yeah. Um. Actually, I want to, I want to run, a, run a quick side note on that 60. Oh, yeah, uh, let's hear it, yeah. my, So, you know, Simon Teveldi. Uh-huh, yes. Jacob, Sw- Jacob Swanson. Mm-hmm. They had a bet going. If, uh, they had some sort of maybe $10 or something over yeah. under on 64 for me. <laughs> Simon took the under, so he won the money.
2: Good, good so, for yeah. him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and another side note is our my golf coach was Kurt Saltzman.
0: Yep. Um,
1: and he – I mean, what I mean, a guy. He's happy I shot, he, happy I shot 60, but he, he told me for the next, I don't know how long, man, you could have shot 58 or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, well, thanks. you could
0: have squeezed a couple out. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, he's like, well, you just screwed up on this hole or whatever. And I was
0: like, yeah, really yeah. You're like, thanks, bad. coach. Yeah. But Saltsman, um, gotta love him, though.
1: Salty. This is yeah. so
0: funny.
1: Um, so, yeah, junior golf.
0: Yeah, um, junior golf. Let's hear about the tournaments you're playing in and stuff
1: yeah so I started um, tournaments when I was nine Um, my first tournament I played a little I played at this par three golf course in Fresno I think Mm -hmm. it's called River River Park yeah and uh, anyway it was like kind of like high school uh, kids as well and I ended up winning it um, that's always nice first tournament first tournament ever so then i was like oh man this is pretty fun maybe i should keep going and mm-hmm. so um i played northern california golf for probably four or five years nine through like 14 yeah and, and i i just kind of worked up the ranks like i was probably the best player in northern california by the oh yeah of, by the age of 14 mm-hmm. so then um decided to play some uh state level stuff so it was like um i played like um, some state amateur or junior mm-hmm. state state junior stuff yeah then I started playing AJGAs
0: yeah very that very kinda, high competition there
1: that kind of um, got me into it so I played when I was 15 I played I started my AJGA career which mm-hmm. is a big deal to a lot of people
0: oh yeah and
1: I won my first tournament uh, first AJGA when I was 15 and then I play and then I won two more that same summer so um, that was
0: a great summer <laughs>
1: yeah it's pretty good for me um so then that got me into like a junior all-star invitational or something mm-hmm. and it just it just like I just progressed from there and then the next year I won another one um so I ended up winning four AGGAs and then that got me into um like the big invitational. so then I nice played junior players at TPC Sawgrass.
0: Yeah, that's just um, it was so so good. So much good competition at those yeah, these tournaments. It's,
1: it's a lot of fun. I ended up playing. Um, I want to say there's eight or nine invitationals on the AJGA circuit. I ended mm-hmm. up playing all but two of them or something. I was hurt for a Rolex, so I didn't end up playing it. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't play the Thunderbird, I believe. But every other one I played. Yeah. so it was fun my one summer i think it was maybe when i was a junior in high school maybe and i just like my month of like june and july was pretty ridiculous like i went um, <laughs> arizona and then i came back for a day and then i went to new, new jersey maybe yeah sure and then i played in um north carolina and then i played in um another state and on the yeah.
2: east
0: coast yeah I you're just getting around
1: here, it was just like it was oh in uh, illinois
2: oh
0: so okay I, like uh, yeah, yeah i had a like,
1: four-week stretch so i felt like a PJ tour player.
0: <laughs> yeah you're just <laughs> traveling and but it's so cool i mean you had those experiences uh-huh. you're able to go around play all these different kinds of courses just around the united states and it's really nice because you see how well your game travels because like you said you played a lot of northern california tournaments and you're the be- probably definitely the best player in northern california so you want to kind of broaden your horizon a little bit and kind of see what you uh go head or head to head with a lot of other guys so that's really successful ajg career i mean ajgas are just such you get so much exposure there and i feel like if you just win one you're gonna have so many college coaches after you and i mean you won four and i mean it's just that's just so awesome so i mean You won these tournaments and everything. And then in high school, you had your high school golf career very successful. And so, at what point did you start the recruiting process in uh, high school?
1: Um, So, I really started actually when I was not even in high school. Um, I started a little bit through my dad, Mm -hmm. uh, him and his junior college connection. So, I knew um, the teams that he sent a lot of his guys to. So, like, I know Coach Kennedy at San Jose. San Jose, yeah. I was seventh grade, maybe,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I knew all those coaches for like the the California coaches for the most part, right? Um, besides like Pac-12 schools, mm-hmm. and then in um, the eighth grade or beginning of ninth grade is like the summer where I won three AJGAs, and then it was kind of like the floodgates opened. So yeah, a lot good. of the Pac-12. I had basically every Pac-12 school. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of that summer, um, reach out to me. Um, just they couldn't like talk to me cause it was the like, NCAA rules or whatever. Yeah. You can't know. talk
0: that early and stuff. Yeah. I'm
1: not sure what it is now. Cause they've switched it up three times, I think, but oh, yeah, wow. I mean, when I was, it was September 1st of my junior year right. is when they could finally start to like reach out besides for like, just send like it through my coach or whatever. Mm. So, um, but yeah, they reached out, um, through my coach. Um, so I, it was like PAC 12 schools. And then, uh, so I was playing California stuff kind of still then. So I had basically PAC 12 and uh, a couple other the smaller conferences like Pepperdine. Um, mm-hmm. was really interested in me and St. Mary's and stuff like that. And then, uh, when I won the, the, my fourth AJGA and I got to play like nationally, that's when I started getting recruited by other schools like, um, uh, Georgia Tech, OSU, of course, Duke, North Carolina, stuff like that. So I got my name out to – it wasn't so regional. It was more <laughs> um, nationwide.
0: Yeah, it seemed like every school around the United States knew who Brian Stark was, and they wanted you.
1: <laughs> pretty pretty close. I was very <laughs> fortunate. It was yeah. funny, my first uh, – this, there's this tournament called the Western Junior. Yeah. Um, it's in Illinois. So my, I played my first one in 2017. And I uh, was on the range. And then Coach Bratton, my coach here at OSU, was just watching me hit balls. And I was like – I not ever really talked to him or anything like that. It wasn't <laughs> my junior year yet, and I hadn't really received anything. Right. So we're, we're I'm walking the whole 10, and he just comes up to me and he's like, hey, Brian, good luck today. I'm going to be following you the entire day. And
0: Perfect.
1: Like, yeah, sweet. So that was that kind of like – that shocked my system a little bit. That day. yeah. How were you? How did you,
0: um, you feel on that T box? You were gonna hit your first tee. How was it? A
1: little, little nervous. <laughs> I was always a. I was a pretty big OSU fan. Uh-huh. Going up to, um, my wall, my wall in my room is orange. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> OSU is kind of a, one of the dream schools I ever wanted to go to. So that kind of sh- shocked me. Uh, made yeah. me a little bit nervous. Um, so yeah, and then I just played well overall and. <laughs> Um, I really got to, I was fortunate enough to really just pick wherever I wanted to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you had all these schools that were looking at you and stuff. I mean, what, what did you narrow it down to? Did you have a certain, you have four or five or, oh, I mean, how did that go? What would uh, you do?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think I had around 30 offers Jeez. and, um, I narrowed it down to OSU, uh, Stanford, Oregon, and then, north carolina or duke Mm -hmm. um and so uh the way it worked is so i visited stanford many times my dad went there uh coach ray is really nice guy and i've known him since eighth grade probably so i went on a lot of visits there Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed my time there stanford's an amazing place Um, and like you said
0: your dad went and played football there so i mean you yeah
1: so i grew up a stanford fan right Um, and then uh Coach Martin at Oregon was really cool, but I just I didn't really like the um just the weather. It's just yeah it's kind of cold, dreary.
0: And um, rainy. It's like eh, maybe not yeah.
1: yeah. And then um I actually didn't end up getting to visit North Carolina Duke because the way it worked for me is I went um at the beginning. So I committed in January of twenty eighteen, which I believe is my that should be my junior year. Mm-hmm. And so I went and visited the University of Illinois and it snowed, like, six inches, (laughs) like, this isn't really for me.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, University of Illinois, they obviously have amazing practice facilities, but, yeah, playing in the snow, it's, like, especially coming from the Central Valley, we don't get snow ever, so we're not used to
1: that. Yeah, I've never seen, like, I'd never seen snow, like, falling in front of me. Unless I was <laughs> in the mountains when I was expecting it.
0: So, right. It, was,
1: it just looks so funky to You get,
0: got out of the car and you were like, i mm, okay. I mean, okay.
1: I woke up, it was negative six Fahrenheit. I was oh. like, this isn't it. So, anyway, <laughs> my small is, is an amazing coach. Their facility is, is quite incredible mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, – for how north it is. Yeah. Um, but then – So I visited there like the first week in January and then the second week in January, I visited here.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: the third week in January, I was getting recruited by all the North Carolina schools besides for wake. Uh So I was going to go to NC state, UNC and Duke. Uh Um, But uh, coach gave me the offer and I was like, I just think this is, this place is too perfect to pass up. So I just committed Mm -hmm. on the spot uh, on my first unofficial visit here. So, that yeah was, talk
0: talk about uh, that visit a little bit what did uh what did you guys do throughout the day what did it entail
1: uh so my unofficial visit unfortunately for unofficials it's not as uh it's not as good as official visits you don't get to room right. as much mm-hmm. uh, so but it it was fun he did a really good coach brad and coach started a really good job of um uh, explaining to me the program and stuff like that so yeah uh,
0: what did the official visit a, look like
1: I'll talk about the unofficial first, but the okay. my vague memory is um, we traveled, like we looked at the campus. Campus is just old school brick. Pretty oh, class, that's pretty. Super <laughs> big. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty nice. Uh, we did, we went to the academic center. Um, we saw the gym and stuff like that. So we basically saw the basics, All mm-hmm. uh, the dorm, um, which the guys that during that year were living in. And then um, we went to Karsten and uh, – Yeah, playing, Creek, you guys
0: got your own golf course. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: pretty, pretty sweet. Um, they are playing qualifying. Mm. And, uh, Victor Victor was uh, – he shot 65, and it was like 40 and, and cold. very oh, cold. wow. Yeah. Windy, cold. And he shot 65, and he double-crossed it into the frozen lake on the last hole, which is a super <laughs> easy hole. So oh, really? You really thought he was going to shoot 63, but mm-hmm. kind of screwed it up a little bit. Uh, he shot 65. I remember Matt Wolf shot 73. Chris Ventura shot like 75. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the three PGA Tour guys. Yeah, least.
0: they're. I mean, they're all on the PGA Tour. I mean, Victor oh, Hoffman, that, Matt Wolf yeah. the winners
1: from that team. So uh, that's what I remember. I remember them um, playing that qualifying round, and then afterward, we went to this oklahoma like a stillwater um family business called hideaway pizza oh nice got a bunch of pizza so it was a <laughs> lot of food with the entire teams nice. So that was a cool atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, and then we went to this uh i don't know how to explain it it's like uh it's in the student union but it's like a fancy restaurant place I don't oh know. okay it's called like ranchers club and then there's the atherton hotel and so we were like in between the two, just sitting on these couches and Coach Bratton and Coach Dar were like, yeah, we don't, we don't normally both agree on a player, but we both really like you and here's your offer. And then I took it right then and there. So that's kind of how my unofficial went. Mm-hmm. My official visit was in November of my senior year. So I, I had already signed. Um, Matt Wolf was my host. Uh, we the PGA Tour for, winner, Matt Wolf. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We went to uh, we were at Golf House and we just hung out. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, Matt, uh, Austin Necro, um, Amin Gupta, and a couple of the guys on the team. Um, but some of them had left. Like Rasmus had left for his uh, Danish Thanksgiving camp or something. Oh wow! And so there's a couple guys that weren't there, but it was just a lot of fun. We we ended up. The hilarious thing is we ended up playing. Uh, at the rec center basketball oh nice and we had a pickup team it was me me matt wolf austin Ekrup, um, and a couple fiji guys because they're in the fiji frat
2: uh-huh.
1: it was it was a lot of fun it was pretty funny that's matt, pretty funny matt, Matt's actually pretty
0: good I he's was, pretty a basketball was, player
1: huh? he's pretty good He can huh. almost or at least when i remember i'm pretty sure he can almost dunk
0: oh wow
1: um, he has some hops um, mm-hmm. yeah he was he was fun matt's matt's really fun um so yeah that was my my official visit i stayed at that atherton hotel where i got my um uh, offer which is nice. fun so was and oh and my unofficial um the, i think i forgot was we played OU in basketball oh okay um that was when they had trey young
0: oh yeah and so you ranked,
1: they ranked, they ranked fourth in the nation and we ended up beating them in overtime and the and the students crowded the like flooded the floor. so oh, that was cool. what a and game to my, attend! Yeah, and then my official we played West Virginia in football, and they mm-hmm. were like seventh, I think, that year. And we ended up beating them. And coach said I was like the good luck charm.
0: So <laughs> He's fun. like, we gotta get you. We gotta get you here, man. <laughs> <laughs> It was so
1: cold. We were all freezing our ass off. Oh, I bet. It makes it so cold. Uh I was not prepared. But uh, yeah, so that's how my my visits
0: went here. Nice. So, I mean, one of the things you said on the visit you're around, um, you got to watch Victor Hovland, Matt Wolf, and Christopher Ventura, and all these guys – not only playing golf, but you're also able to hang around with a couple of them on your official visit. I mean, what was that experience like knowing how good of a play, how good of players they were in college and just all that they, uh, what they have done?
1: Uh, yeah. So I try not to be starstruck or anything like that. Cause that won't go over well, but uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Matt, Matt was really nice to me. I think he, we grew a connection a little bit cause we're both California kids. Yeah. So uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, i just talked to him like he was another guy. So yeah. On um, Victor, I really didn't get to talk to that much. On my official, he was already gone mm-hmm. playing Mayakoba, I think, on the PJ Tour. Right. So I uh, hung with Matt a little bit. Um, Matt was really nice. Uh, Austin Eckro got to meet him, hung around him a bit. Yeah. And, so, and Austin's still my teammate now. So, mm-hmm. uh, really enjoy him as a teammate. He's a really nice guy. Um, nice and so, yeah so and then Chris had already graduated yeah so I didn't really get to hang around Chris that much unfortunately
0: mm-hmm. so um I mean what's it like playing for Oklahoma State what's the golf brand what's the golf program consist of I mean just kind of talk about that a little bit
1: uh yeah so being a golfer here I know she was um probably bigger than being a football player here
0: really
2: which,
1: uh, it's yeah it's it's a big deal Mm -hmm. um we have a lot of standards and we got to hold up to them and coach one of the things he said on my visit is if you can't handle the pressure of uh he said if you don't win a national championship here in your four years you're pretty much forgotten Mm -hmm. so if you can't handle that pressure this is not the place for you right um we have very very high standards um coach holder is our athletic director and he won eight national championships here as a men's golf coach mm-hmm. so our ad is a men's golf coach former men's golf coach so
0: oh, that helps <laughs> we have
1: uh yeah we we're um,
0: you guys are pretty well supported then it's yeah, obviously the swinging,
1: the swinging pete logo is if you wear it you wear it with pride and you uh stand for everything it stands for which is excellence mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's a a very big deal uh being an OSU men's golfer. Um so um
0: we kind yeah, of talk just, about like your guys's practice and uh qualifying and stuff and just uh, facilities, all that. Let's hear let's hear it.
1: All right. Um so we play most of our rounds um at karsten Creek, which is uh owned by the men's golf team, mm-hmm. which is the only place I'm aware of where the men's golf team owns it. Normally if we have a golf course, it's the university owned. So basically, like students get to play it and stuff like that for those kind of places. But ours is like a just a, it's technically a public golf course, but I mean, it's like $400 to play. So no one plays it.
0: Right. Yeah. Hardly anybody gets out there. So it's pretty available, obviously, for you guys because you guys own it. So Mm -hmm. So, Um. yeah,
1: for Carson Creek, uh, we have uh, some nice facilities. Uh, We have like a, it's called the Team Range. And so basically you can hit in uh, 360 degrees depending on wind direction because wow. it's really windy here. Like today I was blowing 22.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's like the constant. The gust is like over 30. So it's it, oh, it wow. really windy. Um, and then we have, so like on that range, there's like some sand pits. So you're supposed to hit like certain distances
2: mm-hmm.
1: into a certain pit. So like our biggest one is like 15 feet wide. So that's like for 150 or 175.
0: Okay. It
1: goes, it goes down from there all the way to two paces so like six feet wow so that's that's like inside of a hundred pit and then it's got a chipping green with a big it's like a green with a bunch of undulations and stuff so it's got some mm-hmm. bunkers around it um and then we have a i guess it's a short game area on the other side of the member range which is just like three greens one of them's like an augusta green oh wow like all the slopes and stuff um, no kidding that, the other one's pretty flat, and the other one's um, kind of in between the two. Um, so those are like the team only uh, facilities at Karsten Creek, and then we get to we get to play whenever we want at Karsten Creek. Um, and then we also play at Stillwater Country Club here, which is just a just a nice little golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got it's uh, it's kind of fun to play there. Um, try to see how low you can go um but it still has some challenges uh, it's got a couple of hard holes the par threes are, are pretty good out there and then uh the bermuda grass is like especially now it gets so dormant and so like dry mm-hmm. and it's so it's like the most grainy bermuda grass i've ever seen wow. so chipping, chipping around there is really difficult yeah uh, but it's but, good though i mean you you'll learn how to bad. chip
0: off some hard stuff
1: 100 percent you can get way better around the greens out there which is fun and then it's just fun when you when you get a little bit of a birdie barrage going so right. we actually after our season was over this fall we played there from like the uptees just mm-hmm. to see if we could shoot like 59 um so like um i think austin and eugenio shot like 61 and wow. i shot 52 so it's just it's just fun it's just fun playing there it's a it's a nice little golf course um qualifying wise um last year qualifying consisted mostly at stillwater country club because 11 and 12 green were uh under repair oh
0: okay
1: harston creek because they got flooded the year before i see so a lot of our golf was played there and it, it kind of also suited most of the tournaments we were playing. Most of the golf courses we're playing, or at least um, at that time, were like kind of like we played in Hawaii and it's mm-hmm. like a scoreable golf course. I so see. We had to play Stillwater Country Club rather than Carston, and then we played Stillwater for a couple other tournaments, um, or like uh, qualifying for those tournaments. And then um, so we didn't play that much at Carston last year. Um, but then this year we've played almost all of our rounds at Carston. I think we played two at Stillwater mm-hmm. uh, and then every once in a while we go play Tree national, which is in Edmond about 45 minutes away. Okay. Of course that, uh, hosted a PGA championship, I believe there. So it's, uh, that's where Austin is a member, um, at. So that's it's, awesome. It's a good golf course too. Um, Carston. Yeah. Carston's like, not like many other golf courses. It's, uh, Really, uh, um, it can play really long depending mm-hmm. on the direction. It's like seventy-five hundred yards. The,
0: and plus, when it gets colder, I'm sure it—it's just—it's a brutal course to take.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. If you get a north wind, um, it's incredibly difficult. It's mm-hmm. that's the harder wind for sure. And it also just if the if it's a north wind, it's going to be cold.
2: Right. So, um,
1: yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's challenging. Um, it kind of suits me. I'm a driver ball striker
2: that's mm-hmm.
1: basically what it what it um what you need to play well out there if you can drive it straight um uh you're in pretty good shape really um, yeah i mean if, i've, I've if, just if, if you hit it in the shit then that, that's when you're in trouble
0: i was just gonna say yeah i mean if you hit it crooked out there you're gonna shoot some high numbers out there so there numbers yeah, yeah
1: it, it, it just kind of intimid— it's an intimidating golf course it's really not as not as narrow as people may think because of they just see the the shit lines
2: yeah
1: if you hit in there you're not finding it Mm -hmm. especially now with all the leaves down and stuff so um but yeah it's it's not like many other golf courses it's zoysia and it's kind of thick soft zoysia which is like nothing i've ever played Um, right we don't like uh, so, like I said, we play Stillwater sometimes because of just the lies are different. It's Bermuda, not Zoysia. um Same thing in Oak Tree. So we try to mimic kind of the tournaments we're going to go play and the grasses we're going to go play.
0: Yeah, so you can get familiar good, with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, Carson's really good. Um,
0: and then you got um, what are your guys' like workouts consist of and stuff? How often do you guys do that during the week? I mean, just let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, so we go uh monday, wednesday, friday um in season uh we're like 6:30 in the morning mm-hmm. so like an hour long 6:30 7:30 um we have two strength coaches um our one is Jonathan Moore and he was a NCW champion here he's uh, nike certified um so he's we do a lot of golf-specific stretching, warm up. That's awesome. And uh, and then we kind of lift. Um, and then our other strength coach is Jake Manselman, and he's also the men's basketball strength coach. So mm-hmm. he's more of the, more than just a straight uh, lifter. Yeah, uh, he helps. Not us so that much
0: that. golf specific, but still. not so like... much
1: golf specific. But mm-hmm. uh, we kind of we switch it up a lot. So my um, f- so this so last year we did a lot of different things. Um, and then this semester we've done, uh, we haven't worked out as much because of COVID
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and stuff like that. So, but we've done, I did two weeks of, we call it endurance. It's just higher reps lifting. Right. And then two weeks of uh, strength, which was a little lower reps, but still not super low. And then the last mm-hmm. one, the last two weeks were power and it was more explosiveness kind of, and really uh heavyweight, weight. um, and then today, we actually did a speed workout instead, so we switched it up. So it was like, we did some sprints, and then we did some, um, I'm not sure how to describe it, we had like a, a PVC pipe, and it's like trying to rotate your shoulders as, mo- as fast mm-hmm. as you can, and then we did um, some hip things where you try to rotate your hips as fast as you can, and then right have some speed chain stuff, so we worked on that and then we went up and did speed sticks
0: oh yeah so there's, yeah, a, bunch so...
1: Of, there's a bunch of just speed stuff for golf swing today so we, yeah. we kind of jay moore is good at that he we do a bunch of stuff last year we did um last year during our off season in the fall we did four days a week monday tuesday thursday friday wow. and we threw in some speed in there too so
0: nice yeah you guys are working out a lot and i mean you have some amazing people on staff to help you guys and do the workouts with you and stuff so um i mean not only your practice schedule your facilities seem absolutely amazing workouts are you guys are pretty uh doing that pretty often and stuff um what what kind of gear do you guys get with sonoma state or i mean uh, oklahoma state i know you guys are uh nike school and everything so kind of talk about that a little bit what do you guys get
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Nike school. So um, uh, last year we got uh, four pairs of Nike golf shoes, uh, a couple pairs of just uh, workout shoes. Mm -hmm. Then we got like 15 pairs of golf shirts or 15 golf shirts, um, hats, pretty much you can get as many as you want. Coach only throws like three of of them at us. We got like white, gray, black, Mm -hmm. we even have orange this year i guess but i didn't get any um and then uh we get five or six kind of sweaters kind of like this yeah um five five or six probably shorts five or six pants um you
0: guys get you guys get bags and everything too
1: yeah yeah ping ping bags Uh, we got a practice bag and a tournament bag that way the tournament bag looks good
2: right and, yeah uh,
1: and then we get like five or six workout shirts a couple workout shorts couple sweatpants a couple hoodies and yeah. uh, we because it's cold here they give us this huge like winter parka thing
0: oh nice
1: uh, so like you could basically just wear that and you'd be fine when it's like 30 degrees and cold oh so perfect that's pretty sweet so yeah that's, that's probably about it. That, that's about our year
0: i'm guessing uh i'm guessing most of your everyday outfits you gotta have you got some osu on huh
1: <laughs> almost almost every
0: <laughs> nice, yeah, they, nice.
1: Just, they don't um sell you short here for sure
0: yeah that's for sure um so i know one of the things whenever you guys do your preparation for tournaments everything as you you're qualifying and everything when it comes time to tournament week and everything um i know you guys uh fly private uh, just team only and stuff so kind of talk about what the routine is like before a tournament and then or like leading up to the tournament and just kind of that out that a little bit
1: okay um so uh typically we meet at stillwater airport um and it flies out at like 6 30 so coach wants us there at 5 30 mm-hmm. so you best begin there before five thirty. otherwise you're <laughs> we call them gauntlets you got like 300 flights on the stairmaster, so that's that's no
0: fun that's no fun Um, huh?
1: yeah so uh basically what what we do is we play our qualifying and then um coach gives it to like the guy who was lowest at the previous tournament they get to pick like the uniforms oh okay last year he basically just gave it to austin the entire time because he's like the only one
0: that had played tournaments for us Mm -hmm. so he's an all-american i mean he's yeah, yeah he's a serious player
1: good. he's pretty good three-time all-american um but he uh so we he picks like whatever he just lays them out on the bed and mm-hmm. just, we take it from there so
2: like,
1: nice. yeah so we, he picks the uniforms for practice round and our three tournament rounds and then uh just basically packed up get ready to go um then we get there and for some tournaments we kind of have like a uh let's go play around sort of a thing so like uh my favorite tournament last year was hawaii unfortunately we're not playing it this year because of COVID.
0: yeah Uh, because COVID.
1: but uh what happened there is we were there for like a week and we stayed at this house like a little house Mm -hmm. and uh so like the first day we got there we got to play this place called um let's say it's like waikaloa maybe
0: oh yeah 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 waikaloa yeah
1: so we played there, which is fun. Then we played a golf course where an OSU guy, like, owns it. I can't remember the name of it. And that was a lot of fun. And then we played uh, Nanea, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. I think it's the number one course in Hawaii, maybe. Wow. and are, are amazing. Um, and then we played the tournament. So – and then after the tournament, we went to the beach. So mm-hmm. it was – it was a pretty fun trip. I, I enjoyed that one a lot.
0: Yeah, I um, bet. Who doesn't want to play golf in Hawaii? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fortunately, last year we played in Cabo, too, which was yeah. really cool. We stayed uh, we stayed with one of our donors in a huge mansion, and we played this really sweet golf course called Cabo del Sol, which is on the ocean. So it, that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun, too. So oh, luckily, that's some amazing views. We, yeah, we get to play the best schedule in college golf. So it's it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, for preparation kind of stuff, it's, uh, when we get to the tournament, we basically, we already know what we got.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: coach might just be like, um, well, so we'll, we'll play the practice round and a lot of like these, these are pretty much, uh, courses that OSU's played at for a while. So coach Brad and coach Dar, they Man. know like the golf course, like the back of their
0: hand. That's, that's awesome. They got a bunch of notes, yardage books, everything you guys need. We got, yeah.
1: So. He'll be like, hey, Brian, hit on this line or whatever off the tee. Okay, mm-hmm. hit this. Car. This is where you need to be. Okay, cool. And then we'll get around the greens. That's the, the key part is getting around the greens in the practice round. And he'll be like, he'll throw our golf balls and he'll be like, try from there mm-hmm. and put the pins in. Cause he's like, this is the round one pin. This is the round three pin or whatever.
0: Yeah, He knows it where talk. they are exactly. Cause he's been there so much.
1: Yeah. He's got the uh, Strackal line book and he's got it he's like, it's eight paces on five from the left or whatever. And he's, he's awesome. got out. So um, mm-hmm. practice rounds um, really crucial, actually. Uh, and then it just kind of, we're just like, all right, we know what we need to do. And then we'll pretty, we'll have a meeting typically the day before the tournament. Mm-hmm. And we'll just kind of go over the kind of the areas, maybe not to miss or, or what you need to focus on. Um, so, so like some whole, like in Hawaii, the wind switches, so, like, you got to know, hey, at 930 or whatever, the wind is going from north to south. Right. So have that down in your yardage book, what hole you're on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of stuff like that. And, like, we played in um, California, Palm Springs, and it was just kind of like on hole seven. It's, it's kind of a par three, water short. He's like, you just got to hit it here to this yeah. pin, here to that pin. And it's just like you just got to go over it. So, yeah. Uh, it really helps a lot, um, and you just—I mean, it's like you don't even—you already had your your caddy there. You
0: just—you just exactly, the, yeah. You oh, just go and hit the shot. You have it all mapped out for you and everything. I mean, that's that's and like you yeah. said, that's such a crucial thing. And there's a lot of focus and intensity going into those practice rounds because you're preparing for competition. Yeah, he's
1: taken away all the chance essentially. Yeah, basically all you got to do is go and execute. So. That's awesome. Um, and then obviously, since you're there, you're good enough to play in it. So that's just kind of how he instills it in the, into you. So right. uh, it's not like you need to go fix something. Mm-hmm. You just go play. So
0: that's Yeah, better. just go play your game. That's awesome. So um, we'll talk about you have all these resources and just everything that comes along with Oklahoma State. Um, program and everything. I want to talk about your guys' fundraiser tournament a little bit and what that kind of consists of and just the people that are there because Oklahoma State has produced so many PJ Tour players. Um, talk to me a little bit about, bit, uh, about how fundraiser tournaments are.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, we call it the Pro-Am. Okay. And it's, um, some people say it's the, the best day of the year um, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, so, the my freshman year, um it was a little bit bigger because of COVID, not right thing. Yeah. So we had oh man, we had like Scott Verplank, um Javi, of course, Matt, um Chris, uh Jordan E. Brugie, Morgan Hoffman, Peter Yu, uh Ricky, Kevin Tway, Bob Tway, uh Charles Howell. Mm-hmm. So you basically we had almost everybody that you could think of uh-huh. um i think coach i want to say coach said we had 42 pj tour players maybe That's or former pj tour players that were um that, that had attended mm-hmm. so it's just a lot of fun we just go play like a charity like it's like a, just go play golf with a group of uh again it like being a group of six
2: mm-hmm. so it takes
1: a little while um and then you do you get the hole-in-one for a car and the bet on Brian, 40 bucks, and you can get uh, a dozen golf balls or something. Nice. So it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. This year was a lot of fun, too, but we just didn't have uh, quite the amount of people. Um, yeah, because of COVID, our,
0: unfortunately. Our,
1: our funds were still very um, adequate. I bet. Uh, then about OSU, is, uh, we are very loyal fans. Um, and we raised way more than anybody else. Like last year, I think we raised like 900,000. This year, we raised over a million. Geez. So, I mean, uh, yeah, we're yeah. doing pretty, pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. Your guys' budget is pretty good. Um, Our budget is pretty good. Yeah, and you guys are able to, I mean, everything that you had talked about previously that consists of the golf program. I mean, it's amazing that you guys have that kind of budget because you can just, you can basically do whatever you want. I mean, you guys fly private, you guys get so much gear. You have so many PGA tour players that are backing your guys's program and also private donors that are also backing your guys's program that are just mm-hmm. such um, a large people in the world and stuff. So um, I know, speaking of the PGA tour players and stuff, you were talking about Victor Holland. I know you're pretty close with him. Um, if you don't mind talking about your relationship with him a little bit. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Victor is really just like a, like a friend to me now, um, and I feel like he's uh, he's almost kind of like he's a part of the team. Um, mm-hmm. I know he's not, um, but he it just it kind of appears that way. I mean, he he bought a house here, so he lives here. Um, obviously, he's at Carson Creek pretty much every day.
0: Yeah, why not?
1: So I mean, like uh, I think I played golf with him the last week mm-hmm. since he's been back. Um, from the houston open um so i mean it's just it's just like hey javi you want to go play nine or hey javi you want to do this or whatever um so uh it's a lot of fun uh we played today i played with him and zach boshu another former player mm-hmm. um, and they lived together with austin at Grote, um, at, the, at javi's house and so we went and played like seven holes because it got too dark right. and then Javi was like hey you want to go to Golden Dragon? This is just a Chinese little place instead of water. Was like, oh, okay. Yeah. We we ended up going to Golden Dragon. Me, Victor, um, Bo, Shu, and a couple other guys on the team. So, um, yeah, Javi's just like a just like another guy. He's in our Snapchat group chats. Uh, nice. Just our text group chats. So it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, That's
0: pretty awesome. He,
1: he, he kind of acts like a college guy still. So it's <laughs> it's pretty fun, even though he's got uh things that we don't have <laughs> but,
0: yeah uh, but i mean hey that he's he's earned it i mean he's a he's a hell of a player so i mean more power to him why not
1: <laughs> Yeah, for sure but uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's just i mean we're around him every day so mm-hmm. uh, it we just treat him like another guy and then we go watch him on tv so
0: yeah exactly i was just gonna i was just gonna say you know it's so cool because not only, I mean, he attended OSU and everything, and he was on the national championship team and went on the PGA Tour, and he's such a good face for Oklahoma State and that he hangs around with you guys still, you know, and it's just so cool to have that connection, and you just get so much, he has so much experience, and he can just help you guys in any way that you need.
1: It, it, it really is. I don't think there's any place like it. Um, yesterday, I actually just, um, so Victor, is kind of a nut head about his golf swing and stuff like that so he's switched mm. swing coaches just constantly
2: oh, okay. and
1: finally i think he's finally settled on uh, jeff smith based yeah. on this um so he started saying jeff for the last couple bit and jeff taught him uh aim point oh yeah so i wanted to pick his head a little bit on his aim point because I, I i know mike shy and bryson and those guys and so yeah. mike me mike taught me vector which is kind of like aim point right and so just picking his head. So he's showing me, he set up his T's. So like 0%, one, two, three, four. And Mm -hmm. so he was feeling it out. And then, um, so he just going around the green, kind of just, this is, this is the baseline. This is, this is what a 2% is. And then he was trying to feel it out. And then he was kind of explaining to me. um, So like on a downhill putt, you have two planes, So it's like – and you have more gravitational pull, so a downhill putt will break more. Right. And so kind of explaining to me. And then he was showing me like on a – I think it was like a left to right or whatever. He had It was like a 2% slope, so he put the two fingers, and he said you had to start at the right edge of the hole instead of the center of the hole. Mm -hmm. And that was like the point where he was uh, lining up. And then I was talking to him about my vector. Vector is a little more complicated in my opinion, and it's like – I had to tell him, like, you do, like, um, say you have a 20-foot putt and you're hitting it, well, just a like constant like 2% slope, 20-foot putt. You're hitting it two feet past.
2: Mm. The putt
1: to break uh, 20 inches on the way the ball goes in, or 10 inches on the way the ball goes into the hole. And so, like, you have to map out on where it's entering and then you have to pick the 10 inches, like, on the ruler. So it's kind of difficult for me to, like, see it. Mm-hmm. but I can just point it out. And then, um, so that kind of thing. So that's what I learned from my shy. So we were just kind of talking about it, going over it uh, on the putting green at Carson yesterday. And then we went and go, we went and played nine holes. So awesome. It's awesome. awesome. I mean, you just, uh, just get to talk to Javi, just pick his brain a little bit. Um, yeah. It was so, a
2: lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just amazing. It's so awesome. So, um last year you was you kind of your was your first year of college and stuff um kind of talk to me the team's performance how you guys were um last year and then also talk about this year and stuff how's the team and what's it look like
1: yeah so last year we were very very young we had eight guys on the team four of them uh, including myself were freshmen mm-hmm. and uh our only guy who had really played um much tournament golf for OSU was Austin Ackroyd.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Amin had played a couple tournaments, but nothing. He was the sixth guy on that team. Right. Uh, that 2018-19 uh, team. So we really were very inexperienced, and we, we showed it at our first tournament. Uh, we struggled. The next tournament, we struggled. And it was just kind of like a, hey, you know, we got to get beat down, and we got to get back up. We got to – yeah. Just motivate ourselves so we just pushed ourselves a little bit harder um, we got to play uh, we started progressing pretty nicely
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: played that East Lake cup and that really helped us a lot because uh, we finally got a pretty good finish unfortunately we weren't, we weren't able to beat Texas in the final match mm-hmm. um, but that was a, a really good experience beating uh, we beat Wake Forest in the first match, and I believe they were ranked, like, third in the nation. So that was just yeah. a big boost of confidence. And then Texas was, like, the preseason number one, so everyone thought they'd beat us. So um, that was a lot of a lot of fun. And then um, kind of just we worked hard in the offseason. We backed it up our first term in Hawaii. We weren't doing so good at the beginning, but we, we just came in, um, finished the tournament really strong, almost came back from way back and won. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we came, I think, three shots out. I think that was third place. Um, So then we were starting to play a lot better, played okay in Palm Springs, um, and then kind of struggled a little bit in Cabo. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I think we finished the year around 20th in the nation. Which, uh, by OSU standard, is not not good enough. But right. we were kind of reaching. It was kind of like we were progressing, reaching our stride. So I really yeah, it thought, was
0: kind of a. It was kind of a. You had a couple terms and stuff that were just a foot in the right direction. You guys were seeing some light and stuff. So
1: mm-hmm, for sure, we were definitely getting better. Um, mm-hmm. We were. You know, we're our confidence levels were going up. So uh, I wish we could have seen how we would have been able to do at the national championship. But yeah, uh,
0: no kidding. Unfortunately,
1: unfortunately, that did not happen. Yeah. Uh, and then this year's team is, is a very different makeup. We have now 13 guys because um, COVID, they gave an extra year to everybody. So
0: yeah, some people uh, took advantage no one, of it.
1: Yeah, no one left. Um, we got two transfers in, one from SDSU, one from Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got three freshmen. Um, and uh, we're, we're really good this year. We I think we're ranked fifth, fifth on golf week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Started the year um, at Colonial, uh, just kind of start off slow again, just like the previous year. We mm-hmm. played really bad. Um, and then we kind of got our ass chewed out by Coach, which is what we needed. Um, like Coach Darden told me that was the most mad he'd ever been. And he, he's been the coach with them for eight years now, I think. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, leading into the tournament or preseason, like number two, like we should – we should be contending or winning. Almost
0: exactly. Right. Um, oh, no, definitely.
1: It was a big um, – uh, it was devastating mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, had to regroup. We went to Houston for Big 12 match play, and uh, we just got off. We just were in a different gear kind of. We just uh, – we didn't really look back. We just won our matches. I think we played Texas first. Yep. And we beat them pretty soundly. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I think we played Texas Tech and we kind of let it slip away. Uh, That was our second match of that day we tied them. Um, So we still controlled our destiny in our pool. And then we played Kansas the next morning and uh, we beat them six to nothing. So we kind of came out with a different intensity mindset. So that got us into the championship match. We played Baylor and technically they won, but we tied them three to three in matches but they won off whole differential, which is kind of Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. But,
1: so yeah. I guess technically we didn't win, but it really should have been a playoff. Um,
2: yeah. So, That's unfortunate. Played,
1: yeah. So, that, so I guess we came in second, um, mm. but whatever. Uh, so then we played Merido as our last term of the fall. Yep. And, uh, really got off to a super slow start. After nine holes, we were in last by like five. Oh, wow. And, uh, anyway i guess uh it was playing really tough that first day but but still um and we got the the bad wave we got the the wave with all the wind Mm -hmm. Um, yeah uh, but anyway uh we must have just hung in tough because after those nine holes or whatever we played on par for the rest of the tournament so uh, ended up beating pepper nine Mm -hmm. i think in second um we beat them by five or
0: six i believe so um
1: that was my first win as an OSU Cowboy a team yeah. win. That was a, that was a lot of fun.
0: That's got to be um, a very special moment. It was
1: pretty special. Coach Brad had been has gotten used to winning,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he didn't even think about it. He was like, "Holy crap! That's Brian. That's your first win. Rasmus. That's your first win. Amon. That's your first win." Mm-hmm. Like, like he, he was like, "Wow! I can't, I can't even believe it." Right. Um, and so they're just uh very proud of the way we handled ourselves and and it just showed that we were just a really good team and, and uh you know um well
0: and it helps i mean you guys you guys winning that tournament probably gives you guys a lot of momentum and a lot of confidence going into um what the spring semester will look like and stuff so i mean that's yeah. awesome you guys finished the way you did in the fall and um so I just want to talk about, uh, back it up a little bit. You talked about the East Lake Cup that you guys played in uh, last year. That was uh, it was on the Golf Channel. I remember watching you, you know, playing around and stuff, and you were on the par three. And I mean, you just stuffed this pitching wedge in there like a couple feet. And, I mean, it was just so – it was so cool to see you not only go to OSU and play such good golf, but see you on TV and everything. I mean, I'm sure I'll see you – I'll watch you on TV in the future. But just kind of talk about – the that, um, tournament stuff. What was it like with the cameras around and playing golf in front of them?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, East Lake Cup was uh, really really fun. It it's up there for my one of my favorite tournaments. Um, really hope we can go back there uh, this next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, the way it, it's uh, four teams in it, obviously uh, men's and women's. Um, and so we play one round of stroke play at Eastlake uh, Golf yep. Club, which mm-hmm. is an amazing place. I really, really, really like it. Um, the holes out there are really good, and it, it's challenging. Um, so we played that stroke play. Um, I think we came in third. And then so then we were seated against Wake Forest, which came in second. And uh, it was kind of – I mean, I played in front of cameras a little bit before, but that was kind of like the first experience – um like there was multiple cameras like big towers and stuff
2: right
1: Uh, I'd only seen I'd only seen like at the USAM I played at Pinehurst there was like uh there was like no one in them (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) those towers had no one in them or anything so that was like the only difference but uh it's really not at least in my opinion it's not as nerve-wracking um I found it to really just kind of um it helped me play better, in my opinion. Um, right. So then I played um, – so I played uh, – we played Wake Forest as a team, and I played Alex Fitzpatrick.
0: Yeah, uh, Patrick, which is Matthew Fitzpatrick's brother.
1: Yeah, and Alex is a really cool guy. Uh, he'd come off the Walker Cup um, just a couple weeks before.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, I mean, he's a really good player. He's top 30, 40 in the world. I'm not really sure. Um and he's just a really nice kid i I really enjoyed my time i because I played the uh the stroke play round with him as well mm-hmm. uh, So I played two rounds with him and uh, it was a good match. Um, I was kind of scraping around just kind of keeping myself in it
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: I kinda took advantage on uh, I think it's number thirteen it's it goes uphill to the right and I just hit like a a really good punch shot in there to like ten twelve feet made birdie. And it kind of got the momentum swing in my direction. Um, And then on 15, I hit uh, a wedge in there to, like, tap in. He gave it to me.
0: Yeah, I remember Uh, that shot.
1: Yeah, that's probably my favorite shot of of my career so far. (laughs) Because everyone gets to see it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I remember, unfortunately, the previous hole, I kind of gifted it to him. Um, So then we were tied.
0: Uh
1: Uh, Coach Dar was there on that tee box. And he said, uh, I think he said something like uh, you know it's just the past like let's see you hit a really good shot here and just take it take control of this match um, as he's eating his
0: banana so, uh, <laughs> and and you proceeded to do that
1: and and I hit it and uh, I remember. After it landed, I just looked at him and I said, is that good enough? <laughs> <He> <laughs> yeah, I He mean... and laughed at me. And he was like, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I mean, but, that was such an awesome uh, shot. It was so uh,
1: awesome. That was fun. And then uh, I won the next hole. And then uh, we have. So I won two and one um, against Alex And uh, um, Amon ended up clutching up, beating uh, Eric Bay. And so we ended up going to the championship match. Um, I mean, we were so pumped. It, mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of fun. We played uh, match play, like just in our uh, in within the team, uh, leading up to it. And,
0: nice, uh, yeah. So, so you guys played, keep it prepared.
1: Yeah, so I played Austin, and then a couple of the guys played the other guys. And mm-hmm. uh, so coach is just like, just kind of being sarcastic, just giving us shit leading up to the tournament. He's like, we're just a team full of losers because <laughs> Austin Austin beat me. And then the other three guys that went, they all lost their matches to guys who weren't playing in the tournament. Oh, wow. (laughs) We got four losers and then Boston. So he just threw my shit and just kind of (laughs) fueling us. And then we won uh, against Wake, which was a lot of fun. And that championship match, I was, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Um, That's awesome. Leading up to it, coach told me, he's like, all right, we're putting you first out because you got to get that point on first. And I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, sounds good. Uh, I played a against Pearson Cootie, um, I think he's 10th in the world. He's, yeah, a good, he's a good friend of mine. Good player. Uh, yeah, I played with him in the stroke play as well. Um, uh, so I played with him before. Um, Pearson's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he kind of struggled a little bit and I played really well. So the outcome was pretty lopsided in my favor. I ended up winning four and three, I believe. I think I won on that par three, number 15. Um, which played completely different it was like raining cold and it was like a five iron from
2: 212
1: the it was a wedge from 150 yards so i mean uh-huh. from 212 it's a lot more nerve-wracking
0: oh yeah but, definitely
1: but yeah i ended up winning that match and uh it was kind of like oh, now i got to go find my teammates
0: yeah because I watch the,
1: way them. They, the way they format it is kind of funky uh they do like the women's team, men's team, women's team, men's team. Right. So there's a a bit of gap. So Mm -hmm. I had to go find my teammates. um, And, yeah, I kind of dusted them a little bit. So I was out – I was watching for a long time. Mm -hmm. I saw the entire back nine. I mean, Austin was on hole eight when I finished.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you were able to watch Uh, a lot of their rounds.
1: Yeah, so I watched a lot of Rays and Almonds match, um, unfortunately. Uh, we weren't able to close it
0: out but uh but still I mean you guys had a guys had a great finish you guys play some good golf though
1: yeah for sure that was that was a a big step in the right direction for us last year um like I said gave us a confidence boost and uh, we saw that we can compete with the best teams in the nation so
0: yeah definitely um kind of switching gears a little bit talking about uh personally yourself I know you work with Adam Porzak um He's very, very well known in the golf world. And I mean, he's a, seems like a great instructor. He has a lot of good players under him. And uh, so kind of talk about your relationship with him. How did you guys um, start working together and stuff? And so let's hear about that a little bit.
1: Okay. Yeah. Adam's like my best friend um, and obviously my swing coach. So Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I kind of pester him a little bit. I feel like we we talk every day. I give him shit all the time. He's a little short guy. <laughs> yeah, so I always got to give him shit for that. Um, Shout out to Adam Porzak. Yeah, he, He's great. He's the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, the way it started is, uh, I think I told you, I played that junior players in
0: 2017.
1: Yep. And so I, I kind of noticed something in my swing. Like I, I was, a, I used to be really strong left hand, kind of whip it inside, hit big draws. Right. And I, was like this just isn't this this isn't going to work and I played that junior players and really really struggled uh first invitational I played Mm -hmm. Uh, that back nine at Sawgrass kind of ate me up um so yeah I was uh that's when I knew like I needed a change
2: yeah Um,
1: and I spent that week with Cameron Sisk um if you might not know he's uh I think he's 30th in the world yeah place for eight. place for Arizona State all-american at ASU's my best buddies one yep, of
0: uh, poor zach's products
1: yeah he sees adam and uh so basically he says hey uh go try adam and i was like okay cool so i went and saw adam uh, maybe a couple weeks later mm-hmm. and uh i didn't even tell him what i wanted to do he kind of just was like hey this is what you need to do and that was exactly what i wanted to hear that is exactly what i wanted to do in my swing i just wasn't sure how to do it exactly
0: yeah you um, wanted somebody to assist you and that was very knowledgeable about the golf swing
1: yeah he was just like hey you got to do this that and the other and uh, i was like yeah that's it. leading into this that's what i wanted you to say um so that's when i knew like hey adams i really like this guy um, he mm-hmm. has um, he's not super old he's like 34 years old um, he's just kind of like a kind of like a bro a little bit um so <laughs> i enjoy that a lot um, yeah and then yeah, he's just super knowledgeable, and he he is the hardest working guy I've ever met in the golf industry. I mean, he goes seven to seven every day.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, he's he always on- posting on his Instagram. He yeah. is grinding he's grinding out there, man. Online lessons,
1: and he's constantly trying to learn. He uh, actually teamed up with Mike Shy, which is another.
0: Yeah, I I saw that the other day.
1: Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna help each other out. Mike's gonna be a little bit more of the analytical staff statistical guy and yeah a little bit of that from him so i think that's good for adam um yeah broaden his horizons a little bit so
0: yeah uh, um what was what would you say since you've worked with adam and stuff um what what's the biggest part of your game that he's improved
1: uh definitely ball striking ball striking Uh, yeah i mean i can my swing's gotten so much better uh, since i started seeing adam uh and now i just understand um now my level of understanding is so much higher um i kind of just kind of wished it out there i guess you could say right i kind of hoped it would go the right way and now i
0: now you I know, know it's going the right now way.
1: i know this is what i got to do to hit this this is what i got to do to that mm-hmm. i can i know how to move the golf ball i know how to take yards off i know how to flight it like all of that so and OSU has helped with, uh, me with that greatly um, especially with wind and and just just coach helping us out with that kind of stuff so yeah. um, my game progressed uh, enormously since uh starting with Adam and then since start and since coming here
0: to mm-hmm. nice yeah I mean he's super popular guy and I know he works with a lot of good good players and he's he's done mm-hmm. a lot I um I had a record an episode with Garrett Bow literally just last night. And uh, we were talking about him working with Porzak and I mean he it's just furthered his game so much too. And I know yeah. you were such an awesome player working with uh you're working with Cindy Viney beforehand, but Porzak kind of took it another to the next level. And I mean yeah. that's that's awesome. So um yeah. heading into the last couple questions here. Um, out of all the resources and stuff that comes along with being a golfer at Oklahoma state, what's kind of, what's your favorite and most interesting thing that you've experienced or are looking forward to?
1: Um, so I'd say it's the uh, like you've mentioned a lot of times, it's just the PJ tour guys mm-hmm. uh, and just their, their commitment, their love of OSU. Um, so like, uh, like I said, uh, I'm nowhere I've, I would bet nowhere else has a guy like Victor Hovland just laying around.
0: Exactly.
1: 24th in the world, I believe now. Um, really d- done well for himself. And I just get to play with him every day whenever yeah, I mean, want. So yeah, just go that's to dinner with point.
0: him. I mean, hey, that's that's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah and then uh, Matt Matt bought a house in Edmond, which is about 40 minutes away. He's a member of Oak Tree. Oh, okay. So seen Matt. Um, Matt comes back here. His girlfriend still goes here. So Matt Matt's here. Mm-hmm. A decent amount, uh, probably once every couple months. And and uh, like I said, kind of have the California connection. And Matt's just a really good guy, um, and he's a lot of fun. So um, get to play with him. Um, and then got a couple other guys uh, that kind of come back around. So Charles Howes third was here uh, just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's just a lot of fun. Um, get to pick their brain. Um, get to pick coach Brand's brain with his experience and uh, course, everything. Yeah. So it's just probably the alumni, um, the PGA tour players, the guys that uh, really support OSU is just, that's probably my favorite part about it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's just, I, I couldn't imagine having such um, people that graduated. And like you said, there's so many on the PGA tour that support you guys and they're loyal to OSU. I mean, that's just, that's incredible. And uh, so last question for you here, Um, what does the future hold for Brian Stark? Uh, What what does your future look like, not only during college, but after college?
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, my plan is to uh, graduate here. I am currently studying uh, management, part of the business program.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So I plan to graduate, uh, get my degree. Um, Hopefully by that time, we'll have one, at least one national championship, hopefully multiple. Right, Uh, and have accomplished a few things in my amateur college career. Obviously, uh, would love to win some tournaments, uh, just uh, stuff like that, and then just turn pro, uh, hopefully after college, um, just kind of do what Victor and Matt have done, and just kind of get out there quickly.
2: Yeah,
1: Um, it's really at least playing with Victor. uh, Played with Victor so many times. It's really. not as big a gap as people make it out to be um, if you're good at co- if you're good in the college ranks
2: mm-hmm. you
1: can pretty much make it out there on the PJ tour right so it's it's not um, I mean people like to say on the PJ tour just those guys are just so good and don't get me wrong they are really good um, but uh, there's just a I mean they're still they're still guys they're still
0: yeah I mean um, at the end of the day they're just they're just are yeah. all humans. I
1: mean, they're not uh, they're not gods, and they they don't have everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, uh, just uh, hopefully play on the PJ tour, um, make a name for myself.
2: But
1: yeah. I mean, so uh, it's uh, I feel like I'm moving in the right direction. Um, play with Victor all the time, and I know what he what he does. Um, and how his game works out there. And I feel like my game will suit that very well.
0: So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'll, that'll wrap up uh, this week's episode was uh, scrambling with Don Otto with uh, Oklahoma state cowboy, Brian Stark. Thank you so much again for taking the time to come on. And um, yeah, man, I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks. Tim. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. All right. Have a good one, everybody hey everyone thanks again for listening to this week's episode of scrambling with dylan Otto. just want to let you guys know i create an instagram for the podcast called scrambling podcast you can head over there follow for updates on the episodes as well as material that i'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos so you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes thanks again for listening and have a good one